Ashley from Our Splendid Life. Hi, it's Laura from Millennial Stepmom. And we are so excited to welcome you to Combo Moms, a podcast for blended families. Each week, we'll be sharing tools and resources for your step family, along with stories and experiences from viewers like you. Hey guys, welcome to episode six of Combo Moms. And I don't know about you, but this week has been crazy over here. I actually had back-to-back launches this week. Uh, We are right in the middle of Stepmom Step Family Summit, and I am loving all the content in there. Um, But then, you know, my daughter, Ellie Cade, actually came in um, on Saturday, and so it has been so busy, but I am loving having her here. Uh, She brings a totally different, like a different dynamic to our family when she's around, but I'm actually surprised to say that Um, so she and Claire, my youngest or not my youngest, my middle daughter now, I guess, um, they have really competing personalities. And so I'm (laughs) always like a little bit worried about how they're going to react together. And so yesterday Carter took a personal day from school and he just said, (laughs) I I just, there's so much drama in my life right now, mom, I just need a personal day. And so then, yeah. (laughs) So then Claire today, obviously she had to have hers. And up until this point, they really haven't argued. But then today with that one-on-one time all day long, they were just on each other's nerves. And I think, you know, I mean, it's been five, six days since she's been here and she's kind of Mm -hmm. getting to the point where like, you know, like the time change, I think has finally gotten a little bit more normal with daylight savings time and her traveling and, oh, it's just been a lot, but we, um, we're loving it. We love having her and it's been so good. Um, but yeah, how has your week been? Um, well, first, I'm so happy that you have Ellie Kate this week. It's awesome. Yay! And I love watching your Instagram stories because they're so cute. Oh, thanks. And I think I told you this today, but she is like your mini me. I feel like she looks it's so much crazy. like you. You know, yeah, I don't like, think she ever did because I know what her dad looks like. You know what I mean? And so I mm-hmm. don't see myself. Yeah, her, but yeah. So many people tell me that, that I'm like, maybe she does. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you guys look like sisters just That's in that so one, like, one of your stories. Like, yeah. So, but no, she's, she's like getting tall. And like all of her clothes that I bought for her, she doesn't fit into. So we had to go shopping and it was this whole thing. You guys, she went to Hot Topic and I was like, I don't approve. (laughs) You (laughs) know what though? At the same time, she like introduced me to kind of that part of her world. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm okay with that. And that's, you know, part of the parallel parenting that, you know, I could go Mm -hmm. into it. I feel like in more detail, maybe in a different episode, but that part of parallel yeah. parenting has been pretty hard. Just having her come around and me not being okay with certain things that they're doing. And anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, I will just say one thing about Hot Topic. Speaking from experience here. Right. Shamelessly, I <laughs> loved Hot Topic in <laughs> sixth grade, I think. That's I feel awesome. like every... It wasn't that bad. There were a couple I, necklaces yeah. <laughs> that said like the F word on it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like probably not for a 12 year old, but. Right. Right. <laughs> content is a little mature but that's okay it totally it totally is but I feel like it's like every 12 year old's rite of passage to take an interest in hot topic okay I swear I was the same (laughs) way and then it was like I went from hot topic to like Abercrombie yes okay um, and Hollister and then Express and it was like yeah I see that I mean yeah I was all over the place I must have skipped the hot topic state there was a hot they it comes and it goes in waves okay i swear it's that is the store that will survive 
any pandemic, like hot topic will survive anything. Speaking of pandemics, <laughs> oh my gosh, coronavirus yes. okay. this week. Okay, tell me. So yeah, so my week has been crazy, guys. So I live in Massachusetts and we are in the like sort of Eastern Mecca of what's been going on in a sense because there was this huge conference, um, Biogen conference that happened that caused this massive outbreak in the Boston area, oh, no. which has been causing, I guess, like hundreds of cases of it. Oh my gosh. So fast forward like weeks later to now. Yeah. Um, more people are getting it. Schools are closing. They're Crazy. doing school sanitations. But then today was like the big, like, it was like, all of a sudden today was when everything just like hit the fan. Right. They canceled. Well, everyone knows probably now like the NBA. NBA. Canceled, yeah. NHL. Got really serious. And then we had this. So we had this hockey tournament coming up this week, which was supposed to be um, our whole like blended dynamic. That's family right. Going. Yeah. For the weekend. We're all going to have dinner together on Friday night. And, and I do really feel bad for my stepson's mom because she put so much effort into this weekend like she planned everything and she was it was like oh. gonna be awesome and I I actually right. sent her a message today I was like I'm so sorry I know you worked so hard on it like this it sucks that it's canceled um but yeah it canceled and now we're basically waiting to see if there's rumors that school's gonna be canceled for two weeks and That's all the crazy parents are just dying yeah so, like what are the kids gonna do for <laughs> what two are weeks? we gonna like, do you know well it was so funny so, Idaho is still yeah. holding out as of today we don't have any cases and so I was like out shopping and going to the movies and just like life is normal but it's it's pretty empty like you can tell people are just kind of hunkering down and I come home and my husband is like you are the only person in the world right now (laughs) exposing yourself to this germ and I was like but Ellie Kate's here so I want to have fun with her and anyway I just thought it was so funny but I actually I did text her stepmom today because she's scheduled to fly back on Monday and that was a concern of mine and I just wanted to let her know like as of right now we're still planning on putting her on the plane like don't stress out about it Mm -hmm. I didn't want her to worry but I did just tell her like if you're uncomfortable with anything like obviously we would love to have her you know and she just said that as of right now like her school isn't closed and so she would basically be missing school if we didn't put her on the flight and so right we're kind of in this position where we feel like as of right now literally today and that could change by Monday but we're hoping that yeah, we can like get her back because what happens yeah. if she stays could be even more complicated because does she, what if schools aren't canceled here and does she do homeschool and how, for how long and do we rebook her flights? Like there are so many questions that I think um, anyone with, you know, any kind of step family situation right now is probably like in limbo even yes. more than the rest of the world maybe, but. No, it's so true. And I feel like I, so I was kind of talking about it on stories today and I know a lot of you were messaging me, giving me, I asked you for your feedback on what's been going on with you in whatever states you guys are living in right now. And, um, you guys are all kind of going through similar situations. And I know, um, a bunch of you had said that the custody challenges are actually coming up as a result too, Yeah, uh, which is just crazy. I mean, it's nuts. And we even changed. So my stepson was supposed to be with us this weekend, even though we're all going to be together. And right. he was so sad about the tournament getting canceled. So his mom asked if she could take him tomorrow night because one of his friends down the street, oh, okay. they were going to do like a sleepover. Yeah. 
And so we were like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, because, you know, he's so upset and right. we, we want him to just be happy. Well, so, yeah, I feel um, like this is when we're not going to see him yeah, tomorrow night. But, this is when the flexibility yeah. really comes into play. And not only that, but when people are so like if you're focused on fear, then all of those other emotions are heightened too. And so then we become like really defensive. And so I think just being aware of that and understanding that like to just take a minute and instead of reacting and in a way that's not intentional, we can just breathe Mm -hmm. through it and have that business conversation with them as if you're literally talking to your employer, you know, and not like get any of the high conflict emotions involved. So I, that's the one thing that I feel like I kind of did with her stepmom. I just wanted to ease her concerns because, um, I know on the other end of that, if it was reversed, if, if it was me waiting for her to come back to me, I would be freaking out right now. So just trying to remember the other person's perspective too. So, yeah. So good. And so true. I mean, and you also have to really think, I, I, you really have to think of too about, you know, like Ellie Cade, like you think about, I think about my stepson, what is best for them? And because this is kind of weird for them going on. Yeah. We've never experienced this before. I mean, we've barely experienced something like this before. So sometimes if you just can bite the bullet and, and do what's best for them, it can usually give you the best outcome. So agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this week we thought uh, we would dive into divorce and kind of in a different way and from a different perspective because so Laura I love this you had your parents divorce when you were young and then Mm -hmm. I actually my parents divorced a few years ago so when I was an adult so I feel like that's really shaped the way that we come at our blended family um and who we are today and how we are uh parenting our children because we went through those experiences at different times and so um yeah, I mean, as a result of that divorce, I feel like it's it's made a big difference, at least for me. So what do you think? Absolutely. And, you know, it's really funny because in the last few years since starting my platform, I have opened up more than ever about experiencing just that, just the, what yeah. you said, Ashley, which is, you know, having parents that mm. go through a divorce um, and how you feel and just the reactions and everything. Right. Um, but prior to this to that point, I wanted to just run away from being identified as someone with divorced parents. Um, yeah. And the reason, for, yeah. And the reason for that, <laughs> which is sounds odd. Um, but from, I have to really kind of start for the beginning here when I was in elementary school and then through from elementary school through high school, I didn't have one friend, cousin, relative, or anybody that had divorced parents. For sure. I, I was the only person I knew, so I didn't want to be perceived as different. I felt, and I really felt like an outsider, and particularly elementary and middle school, because I actually went to a religious school. Um, I was raised Catholic, and I went to a private Catholic school where, um, and the particular school, not representing the religion, um, just the school that I went to at the time I went, it was very taboo for our community and where we were to have divorced parents. So it was super uncomfortable for me because the other kids would comment on it. Um, wow. It was such a small town, such a small community. And I literally was teased about it. Oh, and no. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so strange to think about that now because there are so many blended families 
for this and you know but for this reason I stress to everyone right. listening that as a kid growing up with two separate households um it's easy to assume that when they seem a little off or they come home in a bad mood or they have you know an outburst um it's so easy to say like oh it must be what my ex did right. or to convince them of doing um or something that they learned from their other house. But in reality, they have so much more going on outside of the family life than you may ne- that you may know. Because um, they don't always feel comfortable right. bringing it out. And that's how yeah. I was. So I, um, I just, you know, kids would point out to me that my parents were divorced. And they were like, it's weird. You have two houses. Like, that's weird. And um, it was made aware to me that it wasn't normal. So I felt like I wasn't normal. So my reactions when I would come home were probably totally off. Right. And, and it was always assumed it was because my parents got divorced, but really my life was going through this huge shakeup that right. you don't really think of. Well, I love you know? that. I love that. And I want to circle back to that point because like, I think we put our kids almost in this like innocent little bubble where like they can't do anything wrong because it's so much easier to blame the other parent. And so, you know, if they're coming to our house and they're acting a certain way and we're just, you know, almost trying to shift that blame, like that's not healthy for, um, for anyone because yeah, like I love that you said, like there was so much going on in your life other than what was happening with your parents. And that's not always the first thing that we go to as, you know, as a mom, it's like, you want, you almost want to just let your kid be this perfect kid that can't do anything wrong. And, um, but really that's part of the issue. So, um, I would love to hear like, what are some of your important takeaways that you learned from having divorced parents versus like, what would you do now? And like, what would you not do? So there are so many things, um, that I've learned throughout this whole experience um, from childhood to now, I feel like some of the most important ones that I guess I could come up with (laughs) off the top of my head would be, well, so first, um, never speak badly about your child's other parent in front of them um, because they will internalize this and blame themselves. I did this when I was a child. Um, If my mom talked badly about my dad, it always made me feel bad. I felt like I was Um, I was definitely internalizing those emotions. I was self-blaming because I didn't know any better. I was really young. Um, You never want to make promises you can't keep um, because, you know, and and look, in reality, sometimes things fall through. It's, you know, you just have to do the best you can that follow through with promises because with divorce, there's a lot of changes that go on. And when you make a promise, sometimes your kids take it really strongly to heart, especially if they don't see you all the time. So you never want to make promises you can't keep. Um, That's so good. Never put the other parent down. So this is a huge one um, that I, I really like to stress to everybody because um, this is another one that was very much a part of my childhood, but to give you a little example. So if your child comes home and says, um, Hey mom, my stepmom took me to get my nails done today. Look at them. Like I was so excited. It was so much fun. And let's say you, your response, um, could, because you're upset is in a negative way. Right. So let's say like, you're not happy that right. this happened. So your response should not be, I never said your stepmom was allowed to take you to a nail salon. Like only I should be doing that because I'm your mom. Um, you don't want to say that. And this is why. And I understand the frustration with firsts from both. So 
you know, as a mom, you want to be able to have the first yeah. with your child. So like if the stepmom just goes and, and takes your daughter to get her nails done, that might be upsetting to you. But if you reflect that and tell her that yes. she's going to then take it back onto herself. Exactly. So instead, you want to t- bite that bullet. <laughs> and right. The response yeah. should be, that sounds like so much fun. I think they look beautiful. And then later, if it's really an issue, you know, ask yourself, like, is this something I really want to bring up as a problem? Right. And if the answer is yes, then you want to make sure that you're doing so in private when your daughter isn't home. Yep. Um, preferably maybe when she's at school. So because kids are always listening. I was always listening. <laughs> yeah. Like, even when they thought right. it like, I was around the corner listening to them talk down the stairs. They never thought I was, but I always was. Yeah. Um, but you want the, you want, you know, her to be completely removed from the situation. I'm saying her in this right, instance, right, right. but of course, you know, it could Anyone, be yeah. um, stepsons too. Um, otherwise, if you tell her she should have not been allowed to go, she will feel like it is her fault and she will become anxious with telling you things and sharing things with you. Yeah. So I want to um, say something. That's yeah, yeah, no, just really quick. I like had this thought come to me because I've had someone ask me before, um, because what if the stepmom is doing it on purpose? So like, what if they are taking your daughter to do? So the question has come up because, um, the way that my daughter's relationship is with her stepmom and how they do a lot Mm -hmm. of things together and have a lot of firsts together. And I've missed out on that. And so, um, regardless of, what the intent is behind it. Like whether the stepmom is really trying to connect with your daughter and really trying to like go out of her way to do something nice, or maybe she is in the back of her head, evil and terrible and really right. just wants to get back at you. Like the point of all of this is she made something really special for your daughter. And that's the mm-hmm. only thing that matters. And so I have to remove myself from that situation where I feel like I do get offended or I do get upset about things and I feel like I personalize them, but really when it all Mm -hmm. comes down to it, it's not about me and it's not about anything that whether, you know, what the intention is behind it, it really is just about my daughter. And if she's supported and loved and happy, because who cares? Like as long as she's being taken care of and doing these fun things, like who cares why the stepmom's doing that or bio mom or, you know, you know, add in that name, whoever you, you are thinking of in your head right now, as I'm saying this, but it's really, right. that's not the point. The point is it's about your kids. So yeah, I love that. Exactly. But it's also, I will say though, too, though, it is so it, we're human. So it is right. normal for you, Ashley, to feel that way. It's your daughter. Yeah. And you know, it's normal for even the step parents to feel left out when it comes to wanting to experience something with their step right. child. Um, I think one thing that I've learned in the nine years that I've been a stepmom and the it feels like a hundred years as a stepdaughter. Um, first are not the most important to your child. Yeah. Like we take yeah. them as being so important. We say, Oh, their first concert, their first um, nail salon visit, their first this, but the first to them are not as important as Agreed. they are to us. Meaning they, their experience might be better the third time they yeah. do it, the fourth time right. they do it. I mean, and I always say, think, put yourself in the perspective. Like if you asked me when I was a kid, um, what was your first concert? Well, it was the Backstreet Boys, but was that my favorite? No. I could come up with a million right. like better yeah. music things I went to. Um, it, and so the first are not always the most important and they're not the most important to your child, right. even though we assume that that means that, that it means a lot. 
Um, and it's normal to feel well, that, that way. being said too, like it's not a competition and, I do feel like sometimes that is a natural tendency to feel like, you know, oh, well, what are they doing for Christmas or what are they buying for the birthday or what, you know, and it's just really, it's like, you don't need that stress in your life. Like you could, you can choose to let this bother you, or you can choose to let go of it and release it and move forward in a way that gives you peace of mind. And just because you don't have control over your situation doesn't mean that you can't be happy. So true. That is such a good point to make. Um, And I really stress, and I feel like I've said this so many times, but once you start, and you always do this, Ashley, notice this with you, like, once you start thinking like, well, how does my child feel? Like, how does she feel? How does he feel? Um, You always end up making the best decision. And you always and in the end, you do feel better about it. Because you're like, you know what, I did this because I thought about this way. Yeah. And this is the right decision for my daughter. And is it worth it? it Is it worth it? Is it worth my energy to put all of this like stress and negative energy? Like, is it worth it for my well-being? No. And is it worth it for her? Because that's only going to make things worse for her. And is it worth it for the stepmom? Like, are you really going to make that big of a difference if you decide to call her up and get mad at her? And if you bring your daughter into this situation, like, is it worth it? Like, no, it's really not. I mean, it's not. So, and I love that you're sharing this from the perspective of, um, a child who went through this. So did you have any other like tips for me? Because I love this. It's so good. So, (laughs) so, um, one of the other big things, and I actually, um, this kind of came up this week with another stepmom that I was messaging back and forth with. Um, and it was about, um, changes and the reaction that they get from their stepchild to, you know, like. I think they had said, we want to have an ours baby. And my stepkids seemed like they're reacting in a negative way about it. Um, we just told them that we're, you know, we're going to be having a child soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm probably totally botching exactly what she <laughs> Close said. enough. Um, but it was something along yeah. those lines. Um, it's been a long week, guys. Come on. Seriously. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so I guess my, the thing that I'm, what I'm trying to get to here is um, if you plan to make big life changes don't try not to spring it on your child um divorce is a very it's a very traumatic experience for children because they do not understand what it means um as well as you do so after that after this big change in their life where mom and dad are no longer together they're living in separate houses um that is like it's right so they're going to be sensitive to other changes going forward such as um, gaining a new sibling, that's right. a huge change yeah. moving into a new house. Yep. Right. So mom and dad moved into their own, maybe apartments and then dad met somebody else, mom met somebody else. And they're going to move into right. another house. A lot of big changes. Um, instead of announcing these things when they're about to happen, you want to try to introduce the idea and ease them okay. into it. Tell them you would like to have an hours baby someday. So with my stepson, um, we've been telling him for, I've been telling him kind of off and on for years, not, I don't just been like spurring it out of the moment to bring it up. If it comes up, um, as we know, my mother-in-law like, so is dying for us to have a baby. Yes. Uh, If anyone didn't know. Yeah. She frequently gives me names every week that we should be naming this baby who hasn't even been conceived yet. Last week, the name was Logan. Um, Not even joking. So, (laughs) So, um, but so, uh, you, so you want to like ease okay, that. Okay. I love it, that. Right? Yeah. So you don't want it to be 
like a spring like spring it on right um so yeah so you just so that's basically like slowly get them into the idea of 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 this right coming up so with my stepson you know I'm like oh Nana wants more grandkids and then he (laughs) may say um you know like oh I want and he said this before he's like I I would love to have like a brother yeah yeah all right great so but and these conversations come up when it's relevant. I don't just spring it on him. I, and it, it just yeah. kind of comes up naturally. Um, but we have had the talk with him before that that's something we would that we would like. And we don't even put it on right. him. We just talk yeah. about it openly. Um, and um, if you want, so when it going back to kind of like the house thing, and this is another thing because it's such a huge change. You know, like your room, right. for example, as a child is like your personal yeah. space, right? So if you're moving to a new space, it's that like makes you're, so much sense. you're not, yeah. right. You're getting rid of that. That is your comfort zone. So if you're going to move, um, another thing that I have that I suggest is bring your stepkids with you. So when we moved from, we were living in an apartment before the house we own mm-hmm. now, we had my stepson come with us to the open house. Oh, he yeah. loved it. It was so much fun. He was like, if we get this house, this is the room I want. Oh, cute. Um, I love and that. Then, yeah. And so we let him pick his room. He was a part of the process. So by inviting them to be a part of the process, they'll feel much more comfortable and accepted. They'll feel like they're a part of the family and they won't feel like the change is so right. sudden. And and moving like, forward without them. Like ripping yeah. Off exactly. I exactly. love that. So, so, um, and <laughs> no, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that Ashley, you've had some experience with separation and divorce from your parents, uh, but as an adult, that is something you haven't really discussed yeah. on your platform, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> how do you feel about it, and what have you learned from? Going yeah, this? so it's almost assessing some of it, and there's a lot of drama kind of surrounding it, and so it's like a day to day thing right now so I don't yeah I feel like I don't really talk about it but it's not intentional like it's Mm I am excited to kind of share my story because here's the thing like I was actually right in the middle of my custody battle like still living in Utah going through jurisdiction hearings and like my entire world had been turned upside down and like literally I was processing a lot like personally I had so much going on And I remember I got a call from my mom and she just said that my dad had left. And like, I remember I literally, I got pulled over like from like with a cop pulled me over and I was like, Oh my right gosh. After, yeah. Right after I got off the call from her and I was bawling, I like rolled my window down and I could tell like his look of shock. And I was like, it's not you. It's my dad and my mom. And I was just, like <laughs> hysterically bawling. And oh no. It's not you. It's me. Officer. And I'm, like, I'm going through a divorce, yes. and blah, 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 you know, and this oh, poor no. cop, he was just like, okay, well have a better day. <laughs> I don't even know. And <laughs> it was just so much all at once. But oh, like, God. I feel like the crazy part about it was for my entire life, I watched my parents fight and it was super dysfunctional growing up. Like there was a lot of codependency on my mom's side and my dad is like textbook narcissist. And so, um, Mm -hmm. we always kind of saw him as like the bad guy, but then as an adult, my perspective shifted a little bit and I, you know, you can kind of see things, um, when you become a parent, you see things a little bit differently. And so I think that's part of that, uh, that process. But like, I just remember thinking as a kid, like, they should just get a divorce. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because when you're in a household where people are, you're constantly walking on eggshells and you're afraid, like, are they going to fight? Are they going to yell? Like, I just thought they would be so much happier if they got divorced. And so speaking from experience where like I got divorced and um, Ellie Cade was so young, she was a baby. And I just think, Mm -hmm. I feel like that was actually a good thing because I didn't have, we didn't have that, um, that childhood, you know what I mean? Like she didn't have that childhood that I had, I guess maybe. And so she, she didn't have the childhood that you had because you guys separated very early on, which is actually very similar to my stepson because, um, Brian and his ex separated when I think my stepson was, it was one and a half. I think it was actually a year before. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. She was that. So, so little. They didn't have the experience yeah. of fighting. And yeah, then I think exactly. too, like she sees um, from her perspective now, she sees like her dad got married and her stepmom and they have a great marriage and a great relationship. And I have a great relationship with my husband. Mm-hmm. And so I almost think that sometimes it's better. Like it's better when people get divorced. Absolutely. And if you're in a position where you feel like you can almost, I don't know. I feel like we give her the option of like, you she can sees show up better. Two, yeah, you, she sees yeah. two separate homes and it were functioning really well. And, um, I would much rather have that than what it was like for me to grow up at least. Um, because it was, um, to be honest, it was hard. It was hard growing up in a house where I felt like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, especially now thinking about, um, yeah, just not feeling that safety at home, you know, like, yeah, and feeling right. like you're walking, yeah, on absolutely, maybe, or on your for parents. sure. Yeah. And like, so even yeah. now, like, my relationship yeah. with my dad is very inconsistent. And so, like I said before, I feel mm-hmm. like once you become a parent, you realize that your parents are actually people <laughs> and like they are yes. only raising their kids in the capacity that they're capable of. So, like, from that perspective, 100%. I really related to my dad and I saw that like these natural reactions for me to yell or for me to get angry, I was catching myself in that and recognizing that I don't want to be that mm-hmm. parent, you know? And so right, I think that right. growing up in that household and like generationally and like just being imprinted with all of those behaviors, like I, I notice now and I'm grateful for that perspective and to forgive him for the you know, for that tension, because I'm like, I see how Mm -hmm. easy it was for you to yell because I'm doing it now. And I like, I see so much of that. And I see, um, just kind of, you know, I think as you get older too, but I, I, I hope that with Ellie Kate and with my daughter, that the same process happens for her. And so, um, because we do have a lot of parental alienation going on in our situation where, um, it's not always good things being shared at the other house about me and not all of it is true. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, not, I, it just feels like I can't do anything about it right now. You feel like a little bit almost helpless because you can't defend yourself. And I, and I understand that like, so even at the store today, like, so she calls her stepmom mom and she calls me Ashley and that Mm took like for a while really bothered Mm -hmm. me. But then I thought about it and I was like, here's the thing. When she gets older and she realizes, like, I feel like I was a brat when I was a kid, you know, like, I think, wow, like, I really Mm -hmm. treated my parents bad. Like, even though it wasn't a great situation, like, I still did my fair share when I was 16 of, like, rebelling and, you know, like, doing things that I feel like probably drove my parents crazy. But 
at the same time, like in this situation, she has two people to play against each other. And that almost makes it harder for her. But I just keep thinking in my head, like if I was able to shift into a different way of thinking about my parents, then when she gets older, she'll have that opportunity too, and can kind of look back. And so every decision that I make now as a parent is always with the future in mind and always thinking about, I need to have integrity with myself and know that I did everything that I can, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, just thinking that like I did my best and knowing that whether that's the right thing or the wrong thing or whatever, however it turns out, I want to be able to tell her when she comes to me and when she, you know, sits down with me and I can just say, look, I honestly, I'm sorry, but I did my best. I couldn't do anything more than what I, you know, what I did. And so so Mm -hmm. I just feel like, um, you know, that's, it's one of those things that shifted for me in how I parent Yeah, the way that I, you know, saw how different it was growing up. I don't know. I think that that was probably my biggest takeaway. So. Yeah. And I love that. And, and, you know, I think that just kind of thinking back to what you had said about um, the things that maybe her other parents say that you, about you, um, I, and, and I don't know to what extent that is, but I know I've talked about this before that my mom put my Mm -hmm. dad down a lot and put my stepmom down a lot. And at first, so at first I kind of not embrace it, but I, it made me like think okay. double, like it made me second guess everything. Yeah. So like anything that I was positive for my dad and my stepmom, I would second guess because my mom would be like the devil on my shoulder, like saying like, well, that's not good enough. And, um, oh, you know, well, you're not horseback right. riding and that's your thing and, or just whatever activities or, or anything related to my dad that she would put down. And, um, my dad and I had like definitely a, um, trying to think of a way to explain it right. during my adolescence. Like I was really hard on yeah. my dad for sure. Um, I think he, it was hard for him to handle me kind right. of. Um, but now like looking back on it, I was, I just see the bigger picture and noticed and realized mm-hmm. that my mom, unfortunately was the huge problem. Like she yeah. was the negative, yeah. um, she, she was just the negative person in this whole spectrum um, doing, you know, trying to negatively influence my thought process about right. my own dad. Um, so at first I, you know, was kind of what you're saying a little bit with your daughter, right. Ashley, I was, um, I was, I wasn't calling my dad Al, but I was, um, but in a, in a right. sense different though, like sort of similar, but, um, not the exact same, but similar, I will say. And what ended up happening is I right. grew up. And I realized that everyone's talking in my ear, but I'm my own yes. person and people can talk in my ear and try to influence me. And they do that with kids, but it doesn't so last good. forever. And in fact, kids get, kids get tired of it. They grow up and they look at the big picture. They see right. the reality, their reality, and they make an educated decision and opinion of yeah. everybody in their life. And what I came to terms with is that my dad loves me, loves me. I love that unconditionally. Um, and him and I are closer right. than we've ever been now right. at this point in my life. I mean, I call him all the time. I don't see him a lot. Yeah. I live in different States, but, 
Um, but I love him so much. It's playing the long game. It's like knowing that you have that long-term goal. Like you can't take the short-term, like, so maybe you're losing those short-term, you know, wins and losses. Like maybe it feels like that, but really, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like a marathon, not a sprint, I guess. And the other thing too, to say to that is like, I, it's really hard for me to not take things personally. Like, I'm not going to say that that's not something that I struggle with because, um, one of the things that like she has told her stepmom and it's kind of been this like thing that every time her stepmom tries to bug me or get to me or get under my skin, she says, well, you burn all your food and you're the worst cook. Like it's so dumb, but like, I, it really <laughs> like, so that's what her stepmom has said to me. That's what Ellie Kate has said to me. And it's, I, oh, I and I'm ridiculous. like literally thinking about it going like, I don't even know what I cooked, like what I burned, like I'm anyway. And so I'm thinking back about it because I took it personally. And literally this visit, I Mm -hmm. pulled out all of my best recipes and I was like, I'm going to make the best food for her. And like, really though, here's the thing. Like I, that's an insecurity of mine that I don't want to place on her. So I haven't, like, I haven't said anything to her this trip. Like, do you like my food? Mm But at the same time, I'm like in my head, I'm thinking like, I mean, yeah, I was really offended by that. And I was like, you know what though? Here's the thing. If that's something Mm -hmm. that she's complaining about, like, I don't want to give her any reason to complain, but at the same time, that's almost like a bully move. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it has nothing to do with me or my cooking. It has to do with other things, obviously. It's. It's also other insecurities, I think, that don't have to do with you. It's other people feeling insecure within yeah. themselves. And you just can't um, take it personally. But and everybody has. <laughs> I feel exactly. you, girl. But, but, you're but you know what, personally, though, we're... I feel you. But... <laughs> yeah. And guess what? I've taken plenty yeah. of things personally. Yep. I take things personally all the time because we're all human. We're going to take things personally. That's, a, that's who yep. we are. It's what we are. We're always going to be that way. But we learn from it, too, at the same time. We right. learn how to do, how to do better, how to be better and how to better our situation as a result. True. And just so um, we all know, like, I think that I'm an award-winning yeah. cookie baker, just so I, <laughs> just so we're clear, I had validation. I believe like, it. I got an award. Somebody told me my cookies were the best. So I'm happy. I don't care if you think that my food is bad. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> that's awesome. Let me yes. just tell it. I want everyone to know I'm oh. a horrible, I'm not lying. I'm a horrible cook. Oh, my good. husband cooks everything I oh, clean that's unless I come home from work and I'm, unless I come home from work yeah. and I'm too tired and then I don't clean. And then he's like, I just cook Let's and be honest though. Um, I mean, but we no, order I'm... takeout way more than I'd like to admit. So it's fine. Totally. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? My new thing this year is I'm going to own I'm owning my role. I love I'm it. Not the I love the family. it. So, so you know what? You Cheers tell EK's stepmom that she wants she wants some burnt <laughs> food. Come to my house because I'll cook up a whole so good. Array of burnt Cheers food to that. Her. I love it. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for jumping on this week's episode of Combo Moms. We would love to hear from you, and if you have any questions, find us at Combo Moms on Instagram, and we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. We will be releasing a new episode of season one every week. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Instagram at Our Splendid Life and at Millennial Stepmom.